I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, June the 6th. I hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Also, we welcome our listeners on the radio app and those on the podcast today. Thank you for tuning in. And then those that are watching today on Facebook, and uh, those on YouTube, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule uh, to tune in and to be with us. I hope it's a blessing. Uh, I hope this uh, broadcast will be a help to you today and I hope it's helped you every day. Uh, we are on uh, the radio Monday through Friday here at noon live and then we do a replay every evening at 6 o'clock. So if you ever miss the noon broadcast, you can listen again at 6. Uh, if you listen to both, I want to tell you this, it's going to be the same. And so just keep that in mind. But we're glad to have you with us on this Tuesday. Uh, this is an exciting week here at Victory Baptist Church. We just had Sunday, a big day and a wonderful day. And then last night we started our summer revival with Brother Joe Arthur. And it was a powerful message. It was a great crowd, great spirit last night. And uh, we're looking forward to again tonight uh, coming to church and hearing from the preacher, but we're looking forward to hearing from the Lord again tonight. And I hope you'll plan to join us uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, and then tomorrow night, Wednesday night, will be the last night of our summer revival, and I hope you'll be much in prayer for those services. Uh, if you cannot be here, and, and first of all, do everything you can to get here, uh, but if you cannot be here, I hope you will uh, tune in online. I hope you will listen in on the radio, and I hope you'll be helped and be blessed uh, by the services this week uh, for our summer revival. Then let's be in prayer for our teenagers. They're leaving out Thursday morning uh, for our teen retreat at Lake Waccamaw. Uh, you say, where in the world is Lake Waccamaw? Well, if you go down 95 south to Lumberton, and then you head east about 45 minutes towards Wilmington, not all the way to Wilmington, uh, but there's a, a beautiful lake there. And right there on that lake, there is a retreat center. It's called the Anchorage Camp. And our teens have been going for years now. And Brother Nathan and Miss Grace, uh, they'll be taking the teens. We've got a guest speaker, Brother Mark Swanson. Uh, will be preaching to our teens. He's from Rockford, Illinois. And he's been here before. He's a blessing. And then uh, Sunday is Anniversary Sunday, our 34th anniversary. Uh, here at Victory Baptist Church, and what a what a miracle church! Now I've not been here for 34 years. Uh, if I'd been the pastor for 34 years, I'd had to start pastoring when I was 10 because I'm 44 now. But uh, the church, Victory Baptist Church, has been here for 34 years, and to God be the glory. Uh, God's done some great things. I was telling Brother Nathan we were talking uh, within the last few weeks. We were talking about what we want to do for the 35th anniversary next year. And uh, we've already started talking about we're going to do a special video and brochure and different things. Uh, but, but just think of all that God has done since our 30th anniversary. That was four years ago. 
But since our 30th anniversary, God's blessed us now with a radio station. Uh, God's given us a Christian school uh, and, a, and a property. God's given us a, a brand new ministry we're going to be launching probably in the fall. I'm very excited to tell you about that. And so it's just going to be a wonderful to see what God is uh, going to do, but also to look back and to see all the great things that God has done uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. And to God be the glory for that. I want to say a happy birthday today to Lauren Brown. Lauren, hope you have have a great day. Happy birthday. And then a happy anniversary today to Brother Dan and Miss Kelly Bybee. It is their 20th anniversary. And uh, congratulations to you. Uh, we thank the Lord for you folks and all that they do. God brought them here. Let's see, Brother Nathan, this will be eight years for you and your wife. So this month will be seven years ago that Brother Dan and Miss Kelly came. They moved here from California, and Brother Dan became our assistant pastor. And of course, he also is a deputy for the sheriff's department. And uh, then, when we were uh, getting ready to start the school, Brother Dan and Miss Kelly they agreed uh, that they would be willing to take that ministry and to run with that as our administrators. And they've done an amazing job. Uh, now, two years—hard to believe—we've been uh, with the school now for two years, and God's done great things. We thank the Lord for the babies, thank the Lord for their children, and hope you pray for them, hope you encourage them. I hope you wish them a happy anniversary today, and uh, maybe send them a text or a phone call, and or see them tonight, and uh, wish them a happy anniversary uh, tonight. We thank the Lord for them. Uh, we're so glad to have Brother Joe Arthur with us this week, and also we're glad to have Brother Brian Motes. And Brother Brian's with us in the studio today, and uh, he does so much there in Atlanta, there at Brother Joe Arthur's church, and he works with their sound and video and all of those things. And so we appreciate you being with us today, Brother Brian. He's the one that drove Brother Joe Arthur all the way here from Atlanta yesterday, and so we are certainly appreciative of you. And uh, just a little uh, shout out, uh, Brother Brian's son, Joe, uh, he's going to be with us in two weeks, I guess now a week and a half. And uh, he's going to be with the Golden State Tour Group. And uh, we're excited about them coming. That's going to be a blessing. And so we're looking forward to that uh, for sure. Let's pray for one another. Pray for those in the hospital. Uh, pray for those uh, with uh, surgeries, those recovering, uh, those uh, wait, awaiting some results from uh, tests. And uh, pray for those who've lost loved ones. And then let's pray for our missionaries and uh, pray for one another. We're going to take a moment and we're going to go to a song. Here's a great song by Brother Joe Arthur. Uh, I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. I hope you enjoy this song. And after this song, we'll get right into the Bible study uh, as we continue our series on the study of prayer. And I hope that'll be a blessing right after this song. been on my way to heaven for a long, long time, and many things have happened that's clouded up my mind, but I am more determined to walk the narrow way. I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. There's a golden street to walk upon, a bell I'm going to ring. A brand new angel in the choir, I want to hear her sing. There'll be a lot of friends waiting when I walk through the gate. I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. I've been through the lonesome valley, I've climbed the highest hill. I've known the joy of living 
in the center of God's will. I've watched the angels come and take my loved ones home to stay. I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. There's a golden street to walk upon, a bell I'm gonna ring. A brand new angel in the choir, I wanna hear her sing. There'll be a lot of friends waiting when I walk through the gate. I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. Amen for that. Thank God. And uh, that's the truth. Uh, if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior and you're on your way to heaven and you've been born again, you've been washed in the blood, uh, you've got more, uh, got more reasons. You've got more folks already that are in heaven uh, today than you had yesterday. And uh, heaven sounding sweeter all the time. I thank God for that great song. And uh, for Brother Joe, I, we were talking with Brother Brian during the song. Uh, Brother Joe, when he'd come, we'd always have him sing and preach and play the guitar and all of that. Well, uh, some of you remember, but he had that voice surgery. And as a matter of fact, it was last year. We were the first uh, church where he preached other than his home church uh, last June. And he came and he preached. And we actually had Brother uh, Rossi, Brother Lou Rossi, came down and preached Tuesday because Brother Joe wasn't supposed to be preaching every night consecutive. So he preached Monday and Wednesday, and then we put Brother Rossi in there Tuesday night. It was great. But uh, I thank the Lord for how he's touched Brother Joe and uh, his voice. And uh, please continue to pray for him. Pray God will give him strength and give him power. We need Brother Joe Arthur, and we thank God for him. It was so good last night to see Brother Joe's uh, mom was here, uh, two of his sisters, his brother-in-law. And uh, we, I always enjoy so much just getting to have Brother Joe here. So many folks from this area, uh, they know Brother Joe Arthur. He grew up here. Uh, his dad pastored here in Roanoke Rapids at the Tabernacle Baptist Church. Uh, Brother Joe was six years old when his dad came, and then Brother Joe was 16 when they left. And uh, so those were some very, uh, uh, very important years. And uh, I love hearing the stories about him getting in trouble. And uh, he said uh, when he was here, he said there's some people that uh, they, they couldn't believe that he became a preacher. They thought, no way, not Joe Arthur. But uh, that's what God can do in a life, is it not, when God gets a hold. And so praise the Lord. We started yesterday a new series. We've been in the book of Psalms for quite a while. We, we covered Psalm 119, verse by verse, and that took a long time. And I hope it was a blessing to you, and I thank the Lord for the Bible. You know, it's all good from Genesis to Revelation. But we started yesterday a new series on the subject of prayer. And we just gave a little bit of introduction yesterday, but I want you to notice with me again Matthew chapter 6. This is where Jesus gave his disciples uh, the pattern for prayer, or we call it the model prayer. Verse number 9, after this manner, therefore, pray ye. So Jesus tells his disciples, here's the manner. Uh, here's the pattern. Here's the example for how we should pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We saw yesterday some introduction about prayer. I want to remind you that God wants us to pray. James chapter 4 tells us that we have not because we ask not. Now think about that. 
That means that there are some things that we could have. There are some things that we could see. There are some things that we could experience if we would pray for them. But if we don't pray for them, God's word tells us we won't have them. We won't see those things. We won't experience those things. Prayer makes a difference. If I seldom talk with God, it indicates that God plays a secondary role in my life. Soon we find when we stop praying, we find that the world commands more of our attention than God does. Now think about that. That's a sad thing. The God, the creator of the universe, the God that loves you, the God that sent his son to die for you, uh, the God that cares about you, that, 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 that is the one that gives you life and breath and the God that puts you on this earth, on this planet. Wouldn't it be so sad to think that the world commands more of our attention and the world gets more of our focus than God does? One man said it like this, apostasy begins in the prayer closet. No man ever backslid from the life and power of Christianity who continued constant and fervent in private prayer. He who prays without ceasing is likely to rejoice evermore. You know, we talk about people becoming backslidden, um, and I, I understand that that's a matter of the heart, and I understand that we don't know if a person's backslidden or not. You don't know uh, if I'm backslidden. I don't know if you're backslidden. Only you and God know that. But nobody ever backslid that was walking with God in prayer. Nobody ever backslid that was faithful in their prayer closet and faithful in their prayer life. Uh, usually we get away from prayer and we get away from the Bible, and then eventually we get away from church and we get away from serving and we get away from God. Friend, I don't want to backslide. I want to be close to God, and I'm going to have to keep my prayer life right if I'm going to stay close. Once we determine that prayer is important, our spiritual battle begins. The moment we determine to pray daily, Satan will fill our path with distracting hindrances. You will find that your responsibilities will increase. People will demand more of your time. You will find that you are more tired than usual. You will find everything comes up when you make the decision to pray. You know why? Because Satan doesn't want you to pray. Uh, remember in Ephesians 6, remember that passage where it says to put on the whole armor of God? Well, why do we put on the armor of God? Because we're in a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So God instructs us to put on the whole armor of God. After we get through all the different pieces of armor, the Bible says to take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And then the final uh, ingredient, the final uh, armor, the final weapon for spiritual battle is this, Ephesians 6 praying always with all prayer and supplication and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. There must be prayer. We must take time for prayer. I understand our schedules are busier than ever. I understand we all have a hundred things going on. But can I tell you, prayer must take priority. Susanna Wesley she was the mother of 19 children. You, I'm sure you've heard of two of her children, John Wesley and Charles Wesley, uh, that became preachers. But Susanna Wesley, even as a mother, 
She would take time to pray. Now, I'm not saying you need to do this, mothers, but even with small children in the home, she would take time to pray. She always had an apron that she would use for the housework and, and, and for cooking. And she would take that apron and she would put that apron over her head. And that was her way of letting everyone else know, this is my time of prayer. Don't distract me. And by the way, that's easier said than done when you've got small children to say, don't distract me. But here's what I'm saying. Even as a mother, she had to have time to pray. Here was a man who was a fellow worker of John Wesley. He taught and he, he preached and he concluded many of his prayer lectures like this. He would tell his students, he would say, that, my students, is the theory of prayer. Now, those who want to practice that theory come up to my room. Usually all of his students would follow him to his room for one or two hours of actual praying. So he would teach them how to pray in the classroom, but then he would say, now let me show you and let's do it together. And they knew that the secret of prayer was not in knowing about prayer, but the secret in prayer was in doing. I've said it many times before, and I'm sure I'll say it many times in the future, but prayer is something that as Christians, we are guilty of so often we talk about it. We have prayer meetings, we have prayer lists, we have prayer journals, uh, we have uh, uh, prayer uh, messages, we have all these things that we talk about prayer. But prayer is not just talking about it. If I say, uh, Brother Nathan, I've got a prayer request, that, that's not praying. Uh, if I say, hey, I, I, need, I need this on the prayer list, good, and we want to pray. But prayer is not just talking about it, but prayer is doing it. And prayer is work. And as I already said, when you start to pray, you better watch out because Satan is going to do everything he can to keep you from that prayer closet. Let's spend time in prayer. Let's get alone with God and let's see what God can do when we get serious about prayer. I hope you have a great day today. Uh, I want to ask you specifically to pray for the service tonight. Don't just think about it. Don't just talk about it. Don't just text somebody like, hey, yeah, it's going to be great tonight. Let's talk to God about it and let's ask God that he would do a mighty work in our church tonight on this Tuesday night of our summer revival. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.